it's Holy Week here uh, for me um, in Munich, Germany, which means I'm still not drinking coffee, at least not caffeinated coffee. I have had some cups of decaf, but decaf coffee is kind of like eating your food without salt. It's just, there's something off about it. Now, I find it difficult, I wonder about you, at times to be a person of joy. Now, I don't mean be happy, because happy is a feeling, and you're happy sometimes, and you're not happy sometimes. I mean, that just kind of changes hour to hour. It's not really something that um, you should worry too much about. But joy is a is a mindset. It's a way of thinking, and, and I find it difficult. Now, um, Jesus didn't find it difficult. You ever think about that? Joy was his mindset. And how did he do that? Hey everybody, welcome to the Sanctus Forum. I am Michael Stewart Robb. I'm better known as Mike. And we here, I say we, but it's really just me, at the Sanctus Forum, are trying to help people read better books better. And one of those better books that I want everybody to read better is Dallas Willard's The Divine Conspiracy. Oh no, he's talking about that book again. When is he ever going to stop talking about that book? Um, I'm not. I'm not. This book is 25 years old and this year. It came out in 1998 and it has aged well. Not all books age well. Actually, it's it's very rare that a book ages well, but this book has aged well and it is a book that you should know if you don't and you should understand if you don't. Doesn't mean you have to agree with every last bit of it, but you should um, you should know it because it is a book that God has given to us in our century to internalize. Well, if you haven't figured it out, this is conspiracy commentaries. And if you don't know what that is, it means that I talk about this book um, just one section at a time um, throughout the year. And I wasn't sure if I was going to do it this year because uh, it's a big commitment to do just one section for one video. I think it means that there's going to be like 30 videos or something like that on the third chapter, which is the chapter we're in now. And it's a, it's a big commitment. So, um, I don't know, maybe we won't even get through the third chapter this year, but, uh, it's called what Jesus knew our God bathed world. And it is one of the best chapters in this book. Um, it's one that most people will have to read and read again because Dallas is just laying it on with, um, really thought-provoking, very life-giving sentences. And and he just starts out with a bang. Um, revisioning God and his world is um, the first section here. Now, one of the problems that people encounter when they read Dallas's book, The Divine Conspiracy, is that it doesn't fit well with what they've been taught or maybe even what they teach. And, and it, so it just it just doesn't sit well. And actually, that's what Jesus also encountered. What Jesus taught didn't sit well with people because it didn't 
fit into the categories that they already had. But Dallas is aware of this. Dallas, um, in the first sentence of this, this is really where I wanna stay for today. Jesus's good news about the kingdom can be an effective guide for our lives only if we share his view of the world in which we live, okay? Jesus's good news about the kingdom. Now that's what we've been seeing in the previous chapters here in this book, okay? Jesus says good news about the kingdom. It won't make much sense unless it fits into a larger context of the way in which you are thinking and which is the way which Jesus is thinking. Blah. That was a weird way to say that. It won't make much sense unless you share his way of thinking about the world. Now, Dallas calls this his view of the world. Now, notice those two worlds. Notice those two words, world and view. Dallas is basically doing worldview stuff here, and you may know that word from, from other studies. Um, Dallas had a particular way of using it. It meant for him uh, a set of beliefs. He didn't think that you couldn't get beyond your worldview. See, some people who teach about worldview, you're kind of like locked into your worldview, according to them. And that's not Dallas's view. Um, your view of the world is um, what you use, largely without thinking about it, um, to interpret things around. And um, a lot of it is nestled in your body um, because you just can't think about all that many things at once. And so um, we just sort of pass on those those thoughts, those beliefs to our body, and that's how we how we move about in our world. Um, now the whole chapter deals with this. That is the whole chapter, not just um, this first section here, but all of chapter three deals with Jesus's worldview. And the reason why I know this is because Dallas said this in one of his talks that that this is Jesus's worldview. It's a chapter on Jesus's faith, if you wish, and that means it's a chapter on what Jesus. Um, really believed in his body. Now, Jesus didn't find joy difficult. Why not? Why didn't he find joy difficult? You ready for this? He thought differently than you. He thought differently than you. He thought differently than me. That's why joy wasn't difficult for him. He had particular thoughts which... Mm, created joy in him, in his body, in his mind, and that was his way of thinking joy. Well, so how does this, how does this look in practice? Well, um, this, this, this section is so good, but um, here's, here's, a, here's a sentence from it. Until our thoughts of God have found every visible thing and event glorious with his presence, the word of Jesus has not yet fully seized us. Every visible thing and event glorious with God's presence. That's the way that Jesus thought. That was, that was in his mind. Jesus' thoughts of God were like that. Jesus' thoughts of things, of events, were like that. Glorious with the presence of God. That's what his thoughts were like. And so can ours be too. Ours can, our thoughts can be like Jesus's 
on this matter. And then guess what? Joy will be easy for us, just like it was for Jesus. And, you know, I say that with conviction. I'm, I need to work on this too. I need to work on my thoughts so that my joy is um, like Jesus's. And so here's the participation part of this video. What ways do you have of revisioning God and his world? Let me know. Let me know in comments. Let me know on email info at sanctus.institute. I want to know because this is something that we need to get right. We need to get Jesus's view of the world into our minds. Well, uh, yeah, subscribe, like this video, especially if you made it all the way to the end here. And um, we will see you then next time. Um, I may not be doing more on the conspiracy, um, but uh, there'll be something. <laughs>